before I forget, Nikhil Harry requested a trade from the Patriots. I know. We went, We talked about this for two weeks. Uh, typically when NFL trades happen. Oh, so I guess we're going. Yeah. Okay. We, we need to have, uh, you need to have something of value to trade. Yeah. And, uh. Nikhil Harry has been wanted to be in the, he's the bag of balls that everyone, when you, you say you trade someone for a bag of balls just to get them off your team. Yeah. Someone would have to trade for the bag of balls. Like, Nikhil Harry, you have no value. You were number one round pick for us two years ago. And now you're like, I want off this team. Like, this is the best wide receiver situation you're going to find in the NFL. I know. Can you imagine being a decent wide receiver on a team with absolutely no wide receivers? And being that shitty and requesting a trade? You have Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne above you. Yeah, if you're any good, you should be able to surpass at least one of them. But here's the thing. Like, over two years, he's caught 45 balls out of, like, 90-ish Yeah, he catches targets. that 50% of his targets, which... He gets open 25% of the time on single coverage. He's just bad. What? What? He's a bad receiver. And you want out of this situation where you are most... You would have most likely made the team as a wide receiver three. Yeah. He would have to work his way up the death chart, which clearly he has no interest in doing. He's he's going the way of fucking all the other bus players. Right? He reminds me of uh, uh, Dobson and Tompkins. How they were they well, were brought I mean, in? I mean, granted, it was a much higher draft capital than Dobson was a were. second round pick. Yeah, but Aaron uh, Dobson should have been better. But like, it reminds me of them how they just were coming in. They were touted as like the next big receiver. Well, for I the think Patriots Tompkins and, was. Um, he overachieved. I thought he was like an. Un, I thought he was undrafted. Yeah, um, but he, they, they were supposed to be like the two big guys that season, and Tompkins had that one catch against the Saints. He certainly did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a little bit of a run for the Raiders one year. Who the fuck did? Did Dobson Aaron Dobson ever? Went to the Jets. After did he like do any well? No, no, he flamed out. Or literally anything. No, he flamed out. Tompkins, they they both just flamed out because they weren't that good. I don't know what it is, but the Patriots just have no eye for receivers. They're really terrible at, I mean, especially early round receivers being drafted. They passed on A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf for Nikhil Harry, who now wants out of the the organization two years later. And who's the, um, I'm not going to remember his name, the... The other receiver that was also undrafted in Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he'd be above. He'd be above Nicky. I'd put him above Nicky Harry. Yeah, he'd also get you more in a trade. He would. He would probably get you like a a fifth rounder or sixth. Well, that's a conditional six would be what the Patriots would probably get for Nicky Harry. Yeah, I would. If I were the Patriots, I would just cut him to. No, well, that's what they're going to do. They're going to wait until after camp so we can't have time to learn another team's new playbook and then cut them. Like, you won't, you're going to go this route? Fuck you. You're done. His you're only value is to a team in the AFC East. So, yeah, to help them. To help the them Patriots. with the Patriots playbook that he clearly doesn't know. I mean, he probably knows it. He's just not good at executing it. You know? He, like, it's like... When you watch a, a speedrunner go through a video game, like you've, you've seen it done, you just can't do it. Correct. Yeah. 
Hey, when Kevin O'Connell went to the Jets, they all of a sudden started beating the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Kevin O'Connell. I don't. He was like, he was the post Castle, like, like a uh, backup to Brady, but like, no one expected him to play. Because mm-hmm. Castle at that point, like, he got himself paid. Yeah. He had gotten the Patriots a second round pick or something. Bananas like that. Yeah. Castle Castle made himself a lot of money. He did all right. I mean, the only reason he didn't make the playoffs is because the AFC East was good that year. No, he played in a playoff game. For the Chiefs, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Um No, he he was he was decent enough. But he, I just, he, he, he just got a lot of he just got a lot of contracts. Yeah, like a journeyman type of deal. But he uh, he wasn't like that next level that you need for a starter, though. Matt Castle lifetime earnings probably over twenty. Oh, I'm saying closer to like sixty. Jeez, that's a lot. I could be wrong though. Sixty-one million six hundred thirty-nine. Fifty-seven dollars. Good for him. That's that's an overachiever right there. Oh, for sure. He <laughs> Matt Castle took like, uh, like on a scale of one to ten ability, like a three, and turned it into getting paid for to be like a seven. Yeah, it's like when an ugly dude marries a hot chick. Yeah. Like, also <laughs> like being the best available player for a team that needs a quarterback really bad. Yeah. Was like. Like I'm sure he got a decent amount of money from the Cowboys that year. Yeah. Like being like a backup that's okay enough to start a few games is a is a very lucrative thing in the NFL and it probably saves your body and you can do it for longer. Yeah. So instead of being Mitch Trubisky, like Nick Foles probably made a lot of money. Oh, Nick Foles has made a shit ton of money. I, I would say probably closer to like 150. Nick Foles lifetime earnings. Let's see. Between 120 74. Oh, wow. And a half. That's low. I, I mean, was, he's still playing. Though. He's going to yeah. get to 100, probably. Yeah, yeah. I always thought, because, you know, he was in St. Louis, and then he got, went to Philly. Philly, St. Louis, back Philly. To Philly. Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, and Jacksonville and Chicago. Chicago. He's still in the Bears, right? Yeah. Even though, I mean. Well, he'll also be around forever, too. Like, if you have a good team and Nick Foles is your backup quarterback, like, you You're in can, a good position. You have to be able, like, okay, Nick Foles can win you a Super Bowl because he did. Yes, and he did it. Yeah, no, he did it, and he did it uh, against a good team. Yeah, like, so it wasn't like a fluke or anything like, like that. Like, maybe he's not good enough to be your quarterback for the season, but if your quarterback get hurt, gets hurt, he's good enough to come in and play. Yes, he took. Uh, he'll get that. He'll get that fucking Matt. What was Matt Moore's? <laughs> lifetime earnings i would rather have nick Foles than matt moore oh for sure but i'm just thinking like guys that like fit this criteria matt moore is probably in the 20 to 30 range i can't imagine him getting any more than that they don't give me this his total yeah he's i mean he only really had like a few playoff spurts with the dolphins you know it's like his Tannehill got hurt so i mean was he, was he on the Chiefs, too? He's on yeah. the Chiefs currently, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, yeah, his current contract is for $204,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Give me the lifetime, baby. Uh, three years at a million. One year at three. The threes. They say three, 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 six, three, six, three plus ten. Oh, hell, he got some decent money from the Dolphins. Yeah, good for him. Take If you're in the Dolphins, take whatever you can get from him. Take as much as you can get, I should say. Okay, so four, nine, 17, 19, 22, 23. So he's at like 25000 the $25 million. Good for him. Give uh, me another one. <laughs> um, but uh, another Patriots contract bullshit. Stephen Gilmore is still holding out, and neither, team, neither side has come to an agreement. So that's not the greatest. Maybe he just comes in halfway through the season. Yeah. Well, one of two things happens in that situation, which is okay. I like it. That's the beauty of it. Either they just say, okay, well, you're going to sit out half the season. If you want to get paid, you come back. And then they do it, and if the team significantly improves after he comes back, then that dude's going to get paid, and he saved his body half a year. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore probably shouldn't. I'm going to side with the player because I yes, you, you have no, to. No, no, yeah. But I can see the Patriots' case for not wanting to give him a pay increase. Well, he's just older. and Well, they gave him a bonus last year. Coming off an injury. Yeah, they, they gave him a bonus. So he has gotten paid. It's just not official. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not in the contract. So, um, so that's the only downer about this. But, you know, he should be among the top paid corners in the league. Top five. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I bet he has a good season, too. Like, he's, like there's no way he's getting more than uh, Ramsey did. No, he's not. Because most teams won't throw that much money, uh, unless it's like Cincinnati or some shit like that, you know? I just feel like he stays on the Patriots because I got to think Bill loves him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you remember how they got Gilmore, right? It was from the Bills. They signed him away. Yeah, like as soon as free agency started, they signed a huge contract to a cornerback. They never do that. Yeah. Well, I think Bill knew like what kind of player he was, and he was just like, "Yeah, get me that guy. We'll coach him up, and he'll be the best in the league." And he was correct. Yeah, <laughs> he's correct when it comes to defense. Not so much for offense. Give me this Rutgers guy. <laughs> well, his defense is. I mean, not to say that he hasn't had a much higher success rate, but defense is one of his greatest. Uh, his greatest mistakes, not playing Butler in that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. What, I was like, what are you talking about? And then I were, yeah. Real, real, yeah. real dumb move. We'll be thinking about that for the rest of our lives. How sweet it would be to have seven. <laughs> <laughs> and it really did come down to the last play in that game, too. So I still thought they were going to win it up until the end of it. Yeah. I was like, eh. Not look not so good, but it's still possible because Brady's back there. Speaking of which, he visited the White House. Are the uh, are the Bucks gonna get in a lot of trouble? Trouble for what? Not reporting his torn MCL for an entire year. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I think it was just the playoffs. I think it was the whole season. Really? Yeah. Which so like because I was talking about this weekend. Like, yep, Tom Brady's cheating again. Like, okay. 
it's di- <laughs> it's a little different when you're playing with a goddamn torn MCL. Like that makes Brady look cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, like that's hockey shit. Yeah, it's not as bad as an ACL, but it's still bad enough to where like you should you shouldn't be out there. No, and you played the whole season, and like I thought it was just the playoffs. I mean, that's I when, mean, that's the only time he played that particularly well. I mean, when you think about it, too, the quarterbacks he beat were Rodgers, Breeze, and uh, fucking what's his face? Mahomes. There? Mahomes. Yeah, I can think of his name. Um, don't forget about which one of us is going to come up with the Washington the f- football team quarterback? Uh, Heineke or whatever. Oh, his name is. yeah, Tyler Heineke. Yeah. Wow. You actually did get it. I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Maybe it like, might have been Taylor, too. Taylor, yeah, something like that, whatever. Uh, Connor. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, but they were the Bucks were at the uh, the old White House today, or yesterday. One did Brady go? Brady went, yes. Oh, you said Brady went to the White House. Oh, so Brady went to the White House for Biden, but not for Trump? Yeah. That seems like a needle. I think it's more of a I do what my wife tells me to do type of move. I think the the hat, the mega hat in his locker was a plant, and uh, Donald Trump was like his UFC go to friend. You know, I think that the mega hat in the in the uh, in the locker didn't quite have the connotation that it eventually ha- ended up having. Yeah, and in retrospect, that was a not so great move. No, it was a stupid move because uh, Brady, who's very it was PR. definitely it was definitely the craft people who did that. I mean, maybe it was definitely because he craft is friends with Trump, and he was backing like a hundred percent because he wanted his fucking Super Bowl ring back from Putin. But he wears tennis shoes. He has his own Nike line, the Air Force One line. But uh, yeah, so I think the craft planted hat was what pissed off Giselle to where I think that's where she was like, you need to get out of there because they're fucking making you look stupid now. He makes himself look pretty stupid. He looks like such a geek. He looks like a tennis player. He does. And uh, he, he did say some geeky shit at the thing. He was just like, you know, I still don't believe we won. 40% of the people don't think we won. You know anything about that, Joe? did he say that yeah that's not geeky that's awesome um but is brady gonna make me like him again that's that was the thing i was like "Ah, god damn it brady why aren't you here i (laughs) i really don't like the tb12 stuff no that's why ultimately why i don't like him but i feel like i used the maga hat as a as like a tumble it was definitely a plant like, there's no way he brought it and put it there for cameras. Like, he came in, put his shit down, and then someone, came, some one of the crap people went into the locker room, planted the hat there, and then he didn't even notice it when he went back to his locker. I don't know. That doesn't seem, that seems far-fetched. No, it doesn't. Because Kraft wanted his fucking Super Bowl ring back from Putin. And the only way he was getting it back was if Trump was in office and he asked him. Are there, are there any players from the 2001 Super Bowl with CTE that need a couple hundred bucks? <laughs> well, I think there's an inscription. Speaking of CTE and football Super Bowl heroes, Richard Sherman did some dog shit. Yep, he it sure did. Seemed an awful lot like a. Uh, it was like aggravated burglary and assault. Uh, yeah. 
Of like so, a property he owned? Yeah. So I think it was more along the lines of like some woman he was with. Uh, he was like living elsewhere and the woman was living there and he was trying to get back in for some stupid guy reason. Yeah. The, um, did you hear the 911 call of that? No. The operator was a real jackass. And like that operator probably doesn't have a job now. It was just like handled very poorly. Doesn't surprise me. But also when she's like, has he been drinking? Yeah. How much? Which is a stupid question for anyone to ask. How, do, how am I supposed to know? But they said two bottles and like very aggravated. They're like, of what? Which is, I guess, fair, but you, you should, aren't you supposed to be a little less fucking annoyed when you're the 911 operator? Yeah, God. Like, he, they were in a conversation. It was about, liquor, by the way. He had drank two full bottles of liquor and then went over. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. That's some real guy stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, it seemed very, like... I'm all liquored up. Let's, time, let's go make a bad decision. Correct. <laughs> it's Richard Sherman, too, so I was like, he's, like, a little... Like, I feel like he's, like, one Bowflex away from being forgotten in the annals of NFL history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. If we were gonna, let's stick with sports, too. You got any more? Like we can bounce around. I have to formally apologize for my son's take, which looked like it was going to be 100% correct. It, it's, uh... It's three look, goddamn two right now. It could be over by the time you hear this. It's looking like my bucks and six prediction is uh, <laughs> somehow <becoming> came <laughs> back. What the fuck? <laughs> For the record, like when I said that, I was like, just th- throwing it out there. I wasn't really serious or anything about it. And uh, like, because like the Suns came out and won the first two games pretty decisively. And I was just like, ah, eh, you know, that sucks, but whatever. And then the Suns, uh, the Bucks came back and won their home games. And I was like, ah, oh, so it's going to be a home game series. So Suns at seven makes sense. And then the Bucks won in Phoenix. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> so the old- they were down 32 to 16 in the first quarter of that game. You don't make that block and lose the series. You saw that block, right? Yeah. That was, that was game four, I think. The fucking, the alley-oop to Aiton and Giannis fucking blocks it against the glass. Oh, God. That's, that's the shit that wins games. Uh, that's, the, that's what Marcus Smart did in the, uh, the, one of the playoff series last year that they won. It was before, it was, uh, who'd they play before the Heat? Uh, they played the, the Raptors? Was it the Raptors? I think so. Was it the, it was, no, it was the 76ers. Oh, yeah, it was the Raptors and then the 76ers. Yeah. Because they fucked up the Raptors. Um, but the Raptors didn't have Kawhi Leonard on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marcus Smart made a, a defensive play like that uh, in the bubble last season. Yeah. Yeah, that's the shit that wins you championships. They won that series because of that play. So. I I kind of am leaning towards the uh, Bucks win the series now. I know it's hard. It's a real bold thing to say when they're up three to two. Well, but. they're the only team that's won on the road in the series, so I mean, it's not a stupid thing at this point. It's also been pretty easy for the Suns all the whole way. Yeah, like they kicked the shit out of the Lakers. Well, they've they've been playing teams that have been down a few players, you know. Correct. So their pathway was, they, it was but. They had to win those series, and they did. They, also, they swept a really good Nuggets team, yeah. but like clearly, like I think at three nothing that series was over. Yeah. Um, I mean the the Clippers were down Kawhi Leonard, but I don't know. We'll when, see. When other team, when good teams lose players, it, the team that beats them still has to fucking show up and beat them. 
you know, it's not just one player that makes those teams go. Um, it's granted, it's it's what happened to the Nets, which awesome. <laughs> so that's why I'm rooting for the Bucks, just because they they bounced Kyrie. I'm not so thrilled that they bounced Durant because he's not bad, but I I I don't know where to stand on Durant. He does annoy me in some aspects. His internet personality kind of stinks. I don't know his internet personality. But I really like basketball Durant. Yeah. Like the Warriors thing was kind of a bitch move. Why? He wanted to go win a championship and he did. Yeah, but. You want him to stay in Oklahoma all his life? No, I don't care if he goes to Oklahoma. I mean, he could go to fucking Brooklyn and start a super team. He went, to, he went to the Warriors because he was like, okay, this is the best team in the league. If I go there, we're definitely winning a championship. What, I want the championship. Let's go win a championship. He did. And now he's like, okay, now I want a Why Supermax contract. Why did he resign then? Because he wanted more. He's like, I could, they, they had the, the chance to be a, uh, like a dynasty. And they kind of were for a little while. Oh, yeah. It was a short-lived one, but it was. They were, they were the, clearly the best team in the NBA for four years. That team might not come back. I mean, if Clay Tom- Clay Thompson is like hasn't played in like three years, it feels like yeah, he's like Justin Pedroia, Dustin Pedroia, <laughs> Justin Pedroia is <laughs> Dustin Pedroia mustache, his evil twin, <laughs> yeah. Yankees signed second baseman Justin Pedroia. He's that's got a name, Wario that's mustache. The name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Pedroia, Dustin Pedroia's evil twin. Uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, they uh, bucks and six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but then again, your hockey predictions didn't come true either. Even though I really liked them, I thought the yeah. <laughs> you said I, Bruins were going to win the Stanley Cup, and no Canadian team would make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I was like, yeah. And then I said, <laughs> then I said four two Lightning. It was a gentleman's sweep. It was a gentleman's sweep. I yeah. thought that the Canadians were going to win two. I thought you got that one right. No, I, I said 4-2. Okay. I thought it was going to be a straight-up sweep. I was like, yeah, Lightning are winning this. No, there was four, it was 4-1, and quite frankly, that one shouldn't have happened. It's, I'm glad it did because it gave the, cha- the Lightning a chance to win it at home. It's, I always like when championships are won in the home stadium. Yeah, Tampa can suck one. At least in Boston, like no one else has anything else to live for other than championship teams for their favorite sports teams. <laughs> like it's expensive to fuck to live here. The weather sucks almost all the time. Like everything's like everything kind of sucks. At least like at least the Red Sox and the Patriots and the Celtics and the Bruins would win. What is what is Tampa need? They don't know any better. They don't even like sports. Right. Uh they I mean they're the thunderstorm capital of the world. Yeah. So or at least the U.S. I don't know if it's the world. They also have Hulk Hogan's fucking beach gimmick store. Yeah, they have one in Orlando too, though. But like the Hogan, uh, Hogan got booed at WrestleMania, so I don't think they're too fond of being the Hogan city. I think they like being the Tom Brady city. Isn't it weird though that like Tom Brady started playing here and we started winning all these championships, and then he goes to fucking Tampa and Tampa's won two Stanley Cups and a Super Bowl, and they went to the World Series. That's it's fucking true. weird. But also, like Tampa went to the Stanley Cup and the won a Stanley Cup and went to the World Series. 
earlier in the last decade too. So like, it's not no, that the, ridiculous. The, the, the the Lightning have always been a, a good the team. The Bucks won a Super Bowl in the early 2000s. Yeah, with but that was all because of Gruden. Yeah, but it was all, it was all the Raiders just like shooting himself in the foot. Raiders traded Gruden and then they fought in the Super Bowl and Gruden won. Kick the fucking <laughs> shit out of them. What was that, like 48 to 23 or something like that? Did they? I feel like this is not the first time we've looked this up on this podcast, but we're going to look up the Bucks Raiders Super Bowl. And it was 48 to 21. Oh, I was only off by two points. All right. Because I feel like I remember them scoring six points. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was was pretty good. I remember watching that when I was a freshman in college. I just remember watching it like, good. No, just drinking beer, having a good time. That was my first Super Bowl I didn't watch at home. Or around here. So I was like, ah, this is, I'm going to get fucking hammered. So it was the first, my first drunken Super Bowl. Fucking drinking uh, Keystones. Oh, gotta love them. I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, against uh, the Keystones. I am not against cheap light beer. Uh, any of them. You na- a cheap beer, generally, I like. I'm, you know, I, pref- I prefer decent beer at this point. Um, in my, in my older years, the more, the more I age, the more I'm just like, if I'm gonna drink beer, I want it to at least be decent at this point. Like, I just, I don't see the appeal of a nicer beer because I want to drink a lot of them. If you're gonna, if you're trying to hit a home run, then yeah, just getting like a bush light or a, a Keystone light is I the way to go. I drink bush light during recording. <laughs> uh, well, bush light's not bad either. It's it's pretty much Bud Light, bigger bubbles. Yeah. So, but like, 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 what's like the the ground floor for beer for you? Like the shittiest ones you can think of. Uh, and I'll give you. I'll tell you whether I liked them or not. The ground floor, like the worst beer I've ever tasted, was a Natty Ice. Okay. They're, they still taste pretty bad. Yeah. Natty Light's not as bad. The the lights and then, actually I've never seen a, a natural heavy, but yeah, when we were doing pre-production for the for the record, we drank some Natty Ices. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this shit's poison. It's swill, yeah. Uh, natty Daddy is a Natty Ice on crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Narragansett. Oh, Narragansett's better than the bottom floor. Yeah. Bottom floor is like to me is like old Milwaukee, Milwaukee's best, Schlitz, uh Bush Bush Light, Red Dog. Um I'm trying to think of I got I remember in college. Genesee, Genesee Light, Genesee Cream Ale. Uh, Cream Ale's not bad though. I see I like all of these beers. Yeah. Um but I got a 30 rack of uh uh Red Dog in college for 8.99. Hey, listener far and wide i know they still make red dog if you see a 6 12 or 18 pack of red dog tell me where it is and i will go get it i will travel if you see a 6 12 or 18 rack of of red dog it's probably five dollars 30 rack too 30 rack will be nine good 30 30 30 rock 30 rock 30 rock uh how you feel about PBR? Um, so it's a it's a long winded answer. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah, it's a podcast. It's not a long podcast. You remember when the PBR was like the dog shit beer that hipsters would drink at parties because it was kind of funny to drink it, and then all of a sudden PBR kind of got their own following. Yeah. 
Um, I stopped drinking it when it got its own font because I had drinking it so much in the first phase of PBR where like this is $6 for a 12-pack and I'm way into that. Yeah. Uh, I love PBR now. Okay. Uh, I like the beer. I've never had the seltzer. I will never have the seltzer. I am so fucking done with all of these new seltzers. Uh, I like the, the the fact that we have alcoholic seltzers. I like that they exist. It's a nice lean option. But you know what else is a lean option? Miller Lite. The the alcohol gods had given us what we needed this entire time. Well, if I mean, like, I'll I'll take a, a silver bullet or a Miller Lite over PBR or or any of the previous oh, oh, oh. beers any day. Do not get me wrong; they sort of scratch the same itch, but two different ones. Yeah. I feel like I could. If I'm counting calories, I will a Miller Lite. I, I go strictly on taste. Yeah, I still like a Miller Lite better. Okay, I prefer I prefer the seltzers. They're uh, they're they're nice. So little white claws anyway, like the watermelon and the the limes. God, they just taste like really shit good. to me now. And there's so many of them. There's all well, these new ones. All the all the different brands. Like you, you tend to you tend to spread your wings a little bit more. I I stick I tend to stick to what I like, and I never liked any seltzers uh, previously up until I tried White Claws. One that uh, New Jersey listeners wedding they when you checked into the hotel they gave you a little bag. There was like a juicy seltzer, and I for the goddamn life of me will never remember what it is. Uh, but I drank it last weekend. It was actually really good. I take that back. That one was like. It had a lot of flavor to it. I had Extra a, turning X listener did not like it. I had a uh, a weed seltzer this past weekend. That would actually that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I had, you, like, I, had some, I had some edibles and some weed seltzers, and I was like, ah. But that was is, last week, and you don't do that anymore. This is a uh, this is a good way to not smoke indoors. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good way to accidentally get way too high. If you don't follow the directions, yeah. Although, I mean, I went kind of nuts with my chewy edibles, and I probably had, like, too many of those. And then <laughs> and then I, we played a game of Madden, and I was just, fuck. So I, I did almost win, but I fucking lost it, because I'm an idiot. Yeah. I, I threw it to fucking Corey Davis instead of A.J. Brown. You never do that. <laughs> when you, uh... He, he did have a big touchdown for me, though. X-Returning X-Listener got some tequila-flavored seltzers. And like I don't love tequila. Me neither. But they were pretty good. Um, Some tequila company made it. I don't remember which one it is. Jose Cuervo. And it was not Jose Cuervo. Uh. Well, anyways, uh, did you watch uh, Money in the Bank? Absolutely not. Why not? I was recording an album, and I don't <laughs> care. Um. I kept on telling like Corey was recording a, a Lucas was recording a music video. I did kind of see that a little and bit. And so I, I was like sending him like fake spoilers. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe Goldberg took Seth Rollins' place in Money in the Bank and won. <laughs> and then later, and then I was like, I can't believe Goldberg cashed in as Universal Champion again. <laughs> That'd so, be awesome if that happened. I know he came back on Raw. I didn't watch Raw. I was oh, watching, Goldberg did. I was watching Dark Elevator. Why <laughs> the wrestling show? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did Goldberg came back on Raw? Yes. For what? Bobby Lashley tweeted, who's next? Oh, did Goldberg... After, after he beat Kofi. Did Goldberg job? Uh, he's probably got a SummerSlam. And then... 
Then Big E faces Bobby Lashley. Uh, well, Big E won Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? It was a good show, actually. The Re- Mysterios versus Usos was really good. Uh, they have Usos won the tag titles, so now they're. I kind of know the results. Say them too, but Samoan Evolution on SmackDown. Um, what else happened? Uh, Nikki Ash won Money in the Bank. Uh, fun match, but it was you know. It was what it was. Wasn't there like a, some legit hypnosis spots? That was the only uh, bad part. It was like, I don't know who that shit is for. Like, it, she looks hot when she's like all gothed out and stuff and not dressed like a little girl. Um, but like, you could tell, like, during uh, what's her face, Naomi's entrance, they kept on like panning over to Alexa Bliss, like standing in the corner. Like, they'd be like Naomi's entrance and they follow her, but then just like the cameraman just kind of like, goes back to Alexa Bliss and shows her while Naomi's doing her thing. So you uh, knew there was going to be funny business? No, I knew that they were just, this is all because everyone in WWE really wants to bang Alexa Bliss. Not Buddy Murphy, apparently. I'm sure he still does. That's true. <laughs> I mean, how can he not? But, uh, yeah, so Nikki a- Ash won. Almost a superhero. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Bobby Lashley beat Kofi in a squash. It was a squash? Yeah. It was like a three, four minute squash. Yeah. Poor Kofi. Yeah. Uh, Why? That sucks. That does. I mean, I guess I get, I get it, I guess. The champ loses on the way, the build up to the pay-per-view to make it look like, uh, the challenger has a chance. And then that way when he wins, it looks like he beat someone. Um, fucking, what else happened? AJ and, uh, UMass defeated, uh, the Viking Raiders Express experience. Uh, God damn! God damn! Um, what else? I can't happened? do it. Right, my voice is a little, a little uh, thrown. Rhea Ripley lost to Charlotte. So Charlotte won the title. Yes. And then what happened the next night? Nikki Ash cast in, cashed in and won. On Charlotte. Yeah. So they did it just to patter reigns. They did a, a similar thing uh, two years ago when Bailey was champ, or a year ago, I forget. But no, it was two years ago because Charlotte beat Bailey at the pay per view and then Bailey won it back on SmackDown. So she had like a, a two day reign, basically. So they gave, they gave Nikki Cross, or they're giving Nikki Cross, like what would happen if they gave Santino the fucking win at Elimination Chamber that time? Or at the Rumble that I was at. What Rumble? 2011, where Alberto Del Rio won. It looked like he eliminated like Randy Orton last or something like that. And then Santino was still in it. He came from under the ring, and he had the... The, the Cobra? The Cobra thing. And it looked like... It really did look like he was going to win, because everyone was like, celebrating. And I was like, there he is! And Dan was like celebrating, not paying attention to it. And I was like, look at the ring and then he lost his mind after that but then he got thrown out i was just like oh thank god they were really that wrestling that era of wrestling stunk but they had they were really good with the santino hope situations yeah that money in the that that elimination chamber where it looked like he was gonna win was the fucking shit the match was the shits but the where they made it look like that santino actually was gonna win that match for a second Love that shit. 
Um, the Brian Kendrick match when uh, what was the fucking the stupid fucking match where the scramble? Yeah, when he was the current WWE champion. Yeah, yeah, that was always one of my favorite spots. Well, they made it look like he might win for a little bit. That it, you could tell it was going to happen in the last forty seconds of that match. But uh, I can't think of like Roman beat Edge in a very long good match. I I'm glad they had a chance to have a, a good proper match, and yeah. then fucking Cena came back. A lot of a lot of hijinks in it though. That was the only bad part. I, it was it was like the Usos came down, the Mysterios came down, then Rollins interfered twice on Edge. Yeah. When it's just gonna be one of those situations where when Roman loses, it's gonna mean something because like the person overcame the goddamn world. Yeah, Big E overcame the world. I mean, that would be awesome. It ain't happening. That's what's that's well. That's who's gonna beat him for it. Big E's gonna cash in on Roman and win. That'd be or awesome. He ca- or he cashes in on Cena and wins because Cena beats him. That would be a real waste of the uh, of the Reigns title reign. Not really. He's it's been a year. I mean, you know, it'd be, it, but it's like to have it on a cash in like that because it's gonna have to happen. Yeah, it it makes sense because Roman had to have a tough match to defend it, and then it took two matches for him to lose it. It still makes him look strong, pal. No, but it doesn't make the baby face look strong. It's got to make them both look good, and having. Reigns lose like no matter what he does, he can't beat the baby face. They're they're too strong willed. Yeah, but at the same time, like especially if they're trying to build like a a strong baby face, especially like E. If if Big E cashes it in to have a good match, like cashes it for a match, then Big E is definitely winning that match. I don't think he'll do that though. I think he'll do like a wait. But it makes a lot of sense though, because I mean he's got. He's got family too, you know? Yeah. Um, but Slammiversary was also this weekend. Oh my God. That makes a lot of fucking sense, actually. We, we, we can get to that. Because the Usos and the fucking New Day work super good together. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's going to, maybe they're like the, the top feud in the company is going to be fucking like six man tag shit. That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. If there's one thing WWE has done well over the past decade, it's six man tags. Is I don't are you being sarcastic? No, I'm the Wyatt's against the Shield, uh, Evolution against the Shield, Wyatt's against like the Usos and uh, who else did they partner with? Daniel Bryan. No, it was Daniel Bryan again and like Sheamus and Randy Orton or something like that. Is that because they were good at booking six man tags, or because they let the Shield and the Wyatts do whatever the fuck they wanted for a little while, and those fuckers can work? I think it was all be- the people who were working. But I mean, the New Day and, and Usos and Reigns will be just as good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be so, awesome. So I think it's more to do with the well, WWE's strong suit is their in ring talent. There's nothing they do is bad in ring, really. Their only problem is that they just do stupid shit, you know? It's true. Like, you got a fucking awesome car, but the guy driving it's a fucking real dumb dumb. <laughs> it's true. That's that's their problem. Um, you see, a, you see a, a vi- the video of the dum dum doing some leg presses. No, oh, there's a video going circulating of Vince McMahon pumping some iron. Well, it's not just Vince either. It's it's everyone working for under him in the office. Yeah, 
Like they're all still part of the dum dum. And some they've rehired some old dum dums. Yeah. But uh anyway, yeah, Slammiversary was this weekend. And uh that was really good. Some some wild shit happened on that one. TN like impacts uh I haven't watched yet, but that's okay. You impacts know. crowd situation really reminds me of Chaotic Wrestling's layout, where it's like there's just people surrounding the ring in a few rows and that's it. And it's like this is like an elk situation. Just TNA starts touring the elk circuit. <laughs> but like there was not a bad seat in the house and the the main event was fucking bonkers. Because the main event was... Omega versus Sammy Callahan. Okay. And it was like a hardcore match. Uh, tacks were involved. Omega like knee, like put his knee down into the tax and uh, got tax in his knee and then V-triggered Sammy Callahan. Oh, so he... So they're sticking out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> such a and, stupid spot. And then he one-winged angeled him onto the tax. That was gross. It was just like there's not a bad seat in this area, so whatever price those people paid which i'm sure wasn't that much like maybe 50 bucks like you got your money's worth in that match hold on but jay white showed up too jay white showed up uh they they fucking cut the the pay-per-view feed before jay white could say anything though that's probably good i'm of two minds of the situation either they fucked up and he was supposed to say something the the feed cut out like seven minutes early or they they did it to save it for impact which is good yeah, um, the X the the Ultimate X match was really good. Petey Williams was hanging on the ropes, and then uh, one the, of the guys had the a, Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, I saw a video of that. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's brutal. Um, it was good. That was a good match. If you get a chance to watch the show, I'd, re- I'd definitely recommend it. I, I I planned on it. Um, Chelsea Green showed up. Chelsea Green showed up. They didn't call her Laurel Van Ness. They, they just uh, also they wa- they wore matching gear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I think I'm going to that. What? Uh, Cardona and Gage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is Dimmick getting you in? Dimmick and me. Dimmick. So this is this is, well, this is where we find out if Dimmick listens to this. He texted me on Thursday last week because I went to go see Dan Poole and do stand up, which was fun. Cool. But um. He's asked me, so he, he kind of got to me when I had a, a little bit of drink in me. He's like, dude, let's go to New Jersey. And at this point, I hadn't driven to and from Western Mass. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll drive there. So I'm thinking, like, we just can't use my car. So he's like, yeah. And later tonight, you know, I, I'll, I'll probably going to pass, but I'll think about it. And then he ended up getting Steve to want to go. And I think his brother. And now we're going to take the summoned van. I'm like, oh, God damn. I don't want to drive a <laughs> fucking van to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. But I do want to go. I bought that fucking whole thing with him hating PBR and he likes fucking Natty, Natty, Ice. Natty Ice better. Like, fuck, what a dumb wrinkle in a great. This is like perfect wrestling uh, the, for me. It's pe- dumb. Pe- Pep's Blue Ribbon responded to it, too. It's like a fucking course you like that. Yeah. Ice. Like, it is everything <laughs> about this works. <laughs> Um, it, it has to deliver too. Like it seems like that. Uh, I don't know whether to call him Zach Ryder or Matt Cardona. I don't like saying his full name. Matt Cardona. Yeah. Let's just get used to just fucking rip the bandaid off now. Zach Ryder is dead. Zach Ryder is dead. But like, as long as he delivers on a fucking a proper gushing a gusher for a wrestling match, 
Which it seems like he's committed to over delivering for in ring stuff. Uh, it's gonna it'll be one of the best things ever. Yeah. Although when I was watching me and Shakini were watching uh, Impact uh, last week when uh, Tennille low blowed Cardona and you didn't really see what was going on at first. You know, we were always like, "What the fuck's going on?" We've had a few drinks because we we recorded our Godzilla podcast. Yeah, and uh, we both popped huge for Tennille hitting Cardona. I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking fantastic!" <laughs> <laughs> He's made a pretty good career out of getting hit in the balls by chicks. Yeah. Uh, so he wore the cup on Myers and Tennille were uh, billing themselves as Cardona's two hot exes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, but that match was fine. Like nothing crazy. It was just like a, your typical intergendered uh, tag match. Yeah, it can only be so good. Um, but it wasn't bad at all. It was just you know it was what it was. Yeah, just a standard two and a half star match. The uh, the Good Brothers won the titles back. Yes, that was the only kind of like math match, really. Did you watch Moxley and and Carl Anderson? Yes. Was that any good? Yes. Uh, actually, AEW the past like two weeks has been fucking awesome. I haven't watched AEW the past two weeks. I should probably catch up on that. And this fact. past weeks in particular, this is where I have three really three more days of no more work, and so yeah, me too. <laughs> We, then we're back to the workforce. Um, do, 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 do. But uh, that, the, I'll get to Dynamite in a few minutes, but uh, that last week's Dynamite was one of their best, if not their best ever. What happened on it? Um, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mox and Carl Anderson. Uh, Darby against uh, Ethan Page in the, uh, the casket match coffin match the coffin match yeah thank you um you had uh yuka sasaki against um uh what's her face penelope ford and there was a hangman dark order elite segment where matt jackson called hangman the next great wrestling tragedy (laughs) jesus christ Uh, (laughs) wow yeah um Cody and Malachi Black had a, a pull apart segment. Oh, yeah, uh, I didn't even. Christian Matt Hardy had a really good match. Wow, that sounds like a. It was a really good dynamite. Oh, yeah, I guess we just talked about it. It's not going to happen in a few minutes. But that's pretty, like, I mean, it, we didn't go over the details, but that's pretty star studded. I didn't, I didn't tell you who won any of the matches just because you should watch it. The, the most obvious thing in the world happens in, in one of the matches, and I predicted it, and it, it happened. I was like, yeah, it, it makes too much sense for it not to happen. Of the uh, people who don't work at WWE anymore, who do you think's the next one that shows up? In AEW? Yeah. Iconics? I would love that. That'd be a good spot for them. Yeah. Though part of, I mean, I, 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 I like them a lot, so I would like them to be there. Or actually, they would be great in TNA too. Billy, uh, uh, AEWs would be a better fit because uh, they, TNA does have tag titles, but uh, AEW probably will bring them in eventually, you know? Um, also, Billy Kay's fucking hip shake during her entrance really gets me going. I think they're a good promo, too. Like, they're allowed, if they're allowed to be ridiculous... Yeah, they will be. Which... They, if they're allowed to be ridiculous, they can do they can do no wrong to me. I love the Iconics. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo beat 
uh, Thunder Rosa at Slammiversary. Is Thunder Rosa just doing a job in every fucking company? Yeah, but I wouldn't expect her to show up in TNA, so that was a good surprise. That's true. Um, Though I guess Thunder Rosa doing the job, she did beat the fucking champion in AEW. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was a good match, so I have no complaints. Um, Mickey James showed up afterwards. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, TJPP had to sit this show out, so Falaba needed a different tag partner, and it turned out to be Noe Jose. <laughs> With complete conga line, so it pretty much doubled attendance for that, for that <laughs> tag match. <laughs> There's something about like the No Way Jose's of the world being in a different company right now that just feels nice. Yeah, I don't know why. Like I, I'm not the biggest fan because it's it's too Santino y for me. But he was so big that He's towards a- the end of his NXT run, I kind of got an appreciation for just like for how large that dude is. He's a very big dude. Yeah, yeah. He's in good shape. He's he's a decent wrestler, but it's just too much comedy for me. You know, I I. Yeah, I like comedy promos, but I don't so much like the comedy in-ring stuff, and it's sort of very heavy-handed with them. So, yeah. That's fair. But uh, what else happened? Moose and Sabin had a really good match. Um, the main event was bonkers. Like, definitely worth your time. Um, yeah, last week's fucking Dynamite was so good. I'll make sure I watch last week's Dynamite. Yes. Um, ob- the obvious thing that happens, you'll just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Saw that one coming a mile away. But it's still good. Uh, Darby did a coffin drop onto the coffin. <laughs> I saw... It so was I a mean, coffin coffin drop? It's impossible to miss all these spoilers because... Yeah, the internet. The, the Instagram is all like pretty much fucking spoiler central for a weekly television. Like I saw Scorpio Sky come out of the coffin. Yeah. To attack him, which is pretty great. I don't know why they don't do that more often. I mean, how often can you have a uh, coffin match? I mean, when they had casket matches, it's fucking quarterly. <laughs> takery. Um, quarterly takery. Who's going to... Who's going to be the person that inherits the casket match in WWF? Wyatt. Yeah, that's a pretty obvious answer then, huh? Yeah. Maybe Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Uh, yeah. But, uh... Well, if you think about what the supernatural characters in WWE... The, uh... The having them go away and they die in the casket like the Undertaker did when all, when the heels buried him. Well, that's what Cena did. He died in the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, he's back to life with more hair. Um, it makes. Have you ever watched Twin Peaks? Um, yes, but okay. The end of the second season. Um, there's an evil Cooper in the Black Lodge. And like you don't know who's get like they it's like a, a photo finish of who got out of the Black Lodge and who's stuck into it, and then like the next day you see Cooper in bed, and uh, he he goes into the he's like talking to people everything's normal then he goes through a bathroom and smashes his head against the mirror and it turns out that it's the evil Cooper who got out so I'm hoping that evil Cena got out and you just don't <laughs> know it yet he's being controlled by evil Bray Wyatt. 
Like he looks, be, the, he, he looks into the mirror and sees Bray Wyatt, and there he goes, "You're still with me. That's good." <laughs> and then he's like walking away. That'd be fucking. That's way too fucking interesting for for wait for WWE to use Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So he like Bray Wyatt's been defeated by Randy Orton, but he this sort of uh, when all the Power Rangers lost their medallions, they had the one left that was for the Green Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just bringing up stupid fucking other things that won't happen in WWE. No, it's just gonna be seen as back and Bray Wyatt. Seen as back, there. he's gonna lose to Roman Reigns. He already lost to Roman Reigns, though. I think they're. I think they'll have seen a win. I don't think. What's the point of having seen a win? They're gonna get the shirts. They're. If he beats him, it's in a tag match or th- or a six man tag. It depends on the build up. If if Cena's winning in the build up, then he loses at the pay per view. So how many pay per views between now and SummerSlam? Zero. Yeah, Cena jobs to to Reigns in the main event at SummerSlam. He already put him over once. I don't know. You gonna put him over again? I don't know. SummerSlam, John. Rain, Roman Reigns suplexes the shit out of John Cena at SummerSlam, just like Brock Lesnar did. Nah. And then Brock Lesnar comes back at the end of it. Maybe. And then and then we're doing we're doing Lesnar Reigns stuff. Part two, except now people care about part it. Part eight. Part eight. But now Brock's the baby face. Is that actually Brock Lesnar with the ponytail and the goatee? Yeah, welcome to the uh welcome to the long haired club, Brock Lesnar. I know, I didn't know he had it in him. Yeah. Also, just so we're clear, that is a Photoshop picture of me being a hair coward <laughs> circulating around the internet. I voted no. It is it is not real. The photo was doctored by ex-returning ex-listener. I have not become a hair coward. Yeah, I know. As a matter of fact, I am now... I'm not going to commit to never cutting my hair because that's ridiculous. Um, I got the Okada figure. Which one is it? The... Oh, the, shit. The Okada figure. The Super 7 one. As a... Hey, you got a job, Chris. <laughs> Get, here's a gift to yourself. Just don't take the belt off. The belt is uh, I wasn't gonna. very difficult to reattach. Very, very much so a pain in the ass there. But the figure itself is pretty good. I, I, I'm not sure if it's forty four dollars good, but yeah, that's kind of it's very good. It's it's definitely like twenty five dollars good. Maybe it's I'd a, push it to thirty. It's a nice belt. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's just that it's a nice it's, belt and the jacket's almost fucking in scale which is pretty good for a fig jacket the only the only real problem with the belt is that it just has problems attaching and reattaching um but it's it looks like the iwgp v4 belt and that is widely considered the best iwgp belt i was gonna say that looks pretty good for a for a wrestling figure jacket but every one that i can see from all the other figures is infinitely better no 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 i think the okada one's good uh, the Bucks ones are the only other soft goods one I can think of. I mean, even like the the Orange Cassidy one looks good. Oh yeah, I guess. No, oh, the Orange Cassidy figure is the best AEW figure. I did get uh, another AEW figure this week. I found it in the wild. Which one? Cody Series Five. I found the Santana and Ortiz, and I just said, and and Orange Cassidy, and I just went nah. 
uh, there was a Santana figure, or yeah, Santana figure, uh, but no Ortiz, so I passed. I was like, if they were both together, then maybe. But there was only one of them, and I was just like, eh, not going to do that. That Riho figure that I can see in the middle is just so fucking terrible. I actually think that's a good one. He doesn't look like Riho, it looks like a goof. No, it, it's not as bad as the figure photography makes it look to be. Um, speaking of which, there's been a lot of backlash about the Britt Baker figure not looking good. I was like, it only doesn't look good because she has no eye makeup, so it looks different. But the mold looks fine. It looks like her. Just like they didn't get her like face her face makeup like there, so that's why she looks so different. So, but have you seen the Jake Hager AEW figure? I have not. Okay, Myers did an unboxing, and it's he's got like red hair. It doesn't look good at all. He also doesn't have any knee pads. Well, he definitely had knee pads of his first match because he couldn't stop pulling them up. Yeah. So there's no knee pads on his figure, and his hair is red. Yeah, these AEW figures kind of suck. There's hit and miss. The new Omega figure looks awesome. Um, the Cody figures look good. The Pentagon and Phoenix figures are really good. Orange Cassidy is easily their best figure. The Moxley Orange- figure is too tall. Orange Cassidy is good, except his head is dumb. Eh, it looks like him. Like, obviously, like, the Mattel figures are a lot more accurate because they've been doing it for a lot longer and they've got it down. But also, uh, Bill Nikina also has a penchant for, like, mixing up attires and, like, putting, like, an older version of a a wrestler into, like, a younger version's attire and not really changing too much. So, that's another. That's, like, one of the big flaws that Mattel has, but... Like the like the Goldberg U.S. belt, like it's the wrong U.S. belt. Uh, I like how high that X Pac figure looks. <laughs> He's got everything I ever wanted. I never gave that back. Um. Yeah, my I actually my uh, ringside uh, order has finally shipped with the Rocket Sock, so I'll be getting that soon. I haven't gotten a figure. I probably won't get a figure for a while. Um, yeah, these are the last figures that I had on the uh, the docket. So after this, it's all going to be like newer ones that come out. Like there's a uh, there's a Bam Bam figure that's coming out with the ECW TV title. A Mattel one. Yeah. All right. And sign uh, me up for that shit. And uh, I want that just for the t- the TV title because there's an RVD figure coming out soon, and I'm just gonna put the tv title on him as as you should yeah but also the uh cactus jack ringside figure has a a tag title so i just want the tag title from that i don't want the figure because i already have like two foley's i don't need any more i don't even i need to get i want to get the um the faces of foley box in the box i think that's the only Mick Foley figure I didn't want. You need the, to get those. The Jax one? Yeah. I don't think they're that hard to come across. They're probably a little expensive at this point. Because fucking the BCAs have gone way up in price since the, the, since the pod has been talking about it. 
let's see. This will be the last thing we do. So, mm-hmm. so if you really hate this fucking, we're up against it. Yeah, we're up against it. Looking, at, I was looking to see if how much I could sell my micro brawlers for today. Probably like twenty a piece, depending on which one it is. I is have it? the I have the Owen Chase. Okay, so yeah, more. So I'm trying to decide if right now is the do, time to do it, or if I just hold on to it for a while and like if I can get like five hundred bucks for it later. Yeah. Holy jacks! Let's see if that pops it up. It's not even on eBay right now. Yikes. Some good faces of Foley t-shirts on here, though. All right. Never mind. Well, that sucks for one of us. Why, you wanted one, too? No, that's why it only sucks for one of us. No. Womp womp. Uh... What are we moving with? Oh, to Freud. <laughs> 